welcome to More Than Myths. Hi. <laughs> had a really lazy weekend. That's great. It's been nice. Yeah, sometimes you need it. Yeah, I just feel like we've been going since the holidays. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's been nonstop. There's been somebody in town. There's been someone doing this or that. And like, luckily, this weekend has been like, you've been watching TV. Just it's chill. Been great. Yeah. Nice. That is good. I, what did we do this weekend? God, it's so interesting. I can just, the information is just pouring out of me. <laughs> we are the most thrilling people we are the most right thrilling now. people welcome to more than myths <laughs> welcome oh Gosh. i had a question for you actually that i was like meaning i've been meaning to ask and then i was like you should ask that on the podcast because it's a good podcast question i'm ready to answer it all right what is your guilty pleasure I have a lot. <laughs> You're like, everything I do is everything I do. Deep in guilt. <laughs> um, I okay, don't know. one that like okay, tell me like the one that you're like, you feel like maybe everybody has. Like, oh yeah, duh. And then the one that you're like, you would not really want to share, but you're gonna share because it's fine. I don't know. Um Oh, you, you sprung it on me. I don't know. All right. I'll tell you mine. You tell. Yeah. Think. And maybe it'll like help me Trigger realize something. what you're asking me. Yeah. Okay. My one guilty pleasure that I feel like it's everybody's guilty pleasure, but you yeah. don't really want to admit it. Yeah. Is McDonald's breakfast. Oh, yeah. Like I was thinking of their chicken sandwiches. Yeah. McGriddle. Yeah. McDonald's in general, honestly, I went through a phase in my life where we didn't I didn't eat McDonald's. And oh, then so did we. I started eating it again. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. This is so good. It's so good. It's I so don't know cheap. what they put. It's so oh yeah. I I had to go um get gas the other day on my lunch and I it's far enough away that I don't have time to like you know stop and eat and do all these things. So I went through the McDonald's drive through. And yeah. I just had a hamburger and I paid a dollar six for my lunch. And I was like, this is excellent. Like I could eat it and drive and go back to work. It was fine. Yeah. I ate fast. The you definition of fast food right there. Definition and, and cheap. It was a dollar six. So but cheap. I also, on the other hand, I'm like, this can this is not good for my body. This is not good. I we try it's good for your eat mental healthy. brain. Oh my gosh, they're French fries. And I don't know what the fuck they put in their I am a sucker for root beer. Oh, I don't know what they put in their root beer, but it's like crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and have you noticed their French fries that like they have they have like a lifespan, right? Oh, yeah. Their French fries are good from the moment they exit the window and they they <laughs> land in your hands and then they make it to the console. And yeah. then you have to start eating them right you, then. You have like, to. You, yeah. There's no when getting them home. Hot. No. You, like you get them home and they're not the same thing anymore. No. They're and you can't styrofoam. just eat. Sometimes you can eat one, but I like to fold them. So I'm eating. It's like I'm eating two. Oh, yeah. I at do a time the or three. The like the triad. The tri fry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. And but then like you can't deal with ketchup. Because you have to eat them now, you oh, know. Yeah. So it's like you can't wait. They have to be piping hot, salty, yeah. And like you just fucking go. <laughs> There's no stopping. So yeah. Okay, right. So I'm with you on that one. Chicken sandwiches. They're chicken yeah. sandwiches. I again, I don't know what the hell they put in, and it's not good for you, you know. But whatever. That's. I don't think about that when I'm. No, I mean one. it's not good for you to eat every day. Oh no! It's but fine. Like, it's fine occasionally. Yeah, it's fine. Really? It's fine occasionally. Yeah, I took Tesla on a walk today, and on the way home, I was like, I'm going to give McDonald's. That was my lunch after I went on a big walk with my dog. I was like, you know I what? I earned it. It's fine. 
totally defeated the entire purpose of my walk and my workout. No, no but it was fine. It was fine. good for you and you did something good for you. It's fine. Right. So let's see. My other guilty pleasure that I don't want to tell people about. This one's going to be harder. Mine is. Let's hear embarrassing. it. Embarrassing. But I is, like, I'll turn it, it off on my phone if I'm like watching. I watch pimple videos. Oh, and like blackhead videos, and I'll watch gotcha. compilations. I'll get lost for an hour in pimple if... videos, and then like, but if somebody walked in and they're like, "What are you doing?" I'd be like, I'd throw my phone. Like, <laughs> nothing. nothing. It came up, but I was just what? trying to look away. <laughs> like, of course, that's like that's... I'm not watching hours of pimple videos. Oh my no. god, that's hilarious. Um. Oh, yeah. I have discovered there's a girl on um, YouTube and she, her name is, what is her name? I don't know. I'll have to find it. But she eats, she does like (gasps) mukbang videos, but she eats noodles. And the way that she eats noodles is absolutely fascinating to me. I don't know how she does it because I'm such a slow eater. Mm -hmm. I can't. Astounds me. It is. I don't know. I could yeah. watch. Well, and there's another gal that I follow. I don't know where she's from, but she's tiny. She's yeah. so little. And she goes into these restaurants and she orders like every single thing on the menu and just puts it away. And they're all yeah. like, Whoa, how did you do that? Yeah, I could watch videos like that all day. Yeah. It's great. I, like I the authentic ones. Me, I think you sent me a couple of them where the, they are. They just sit down, they have a time lapse. They're like, Yeah. It's this crazy. Is what I do, I just eat all the food. Eat. It's crazy. Yeah. So those, those. I don't think I'd be ashamed to tell people, but it's probably not something that I'd be like, oh. <laughs> like you, you know me, so I would yeah. do that. But if it was some random person that I just met at a house party, no way like, in hell am I going to tell you. Do you want to watch a girl eat noodles? <laughs> do you want to watch a girl eat noodles with me? <laughs> <laughs> If we were at a house party together, I'd be like, hey, Karina, yeah. come into this corner with me and check out this video. Like, I found the dog. Let's go watch this video. Grab the <laughs> yeah. dog. Let's go. Grab the dog. Get the dog. We have noodles to watch. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that, that there you go. Right. Or we'd find the coziest place to be. Oh, my party. God. Right. Like That would be us. Oh, I miss your and Chris's round chair. Oh, the chofa? Yeah, so I, I, it it was too. I don't even know who ended up taking that. It was so cozy. It was so cozy. We had some I was good like, times I don't want to sleep chauffeur. anywhere but this, this no, round it was perfect. Ouch. It was perfect. Yeah, and it so, spun around and it was so soft. It was so soft. It was big too. It was you know, huge. it was like yeah, you could fit three, three full grown, grown females. <laughs> we were all snuggled. We were all snuggled. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, I that was a good night. Her. Yeah. Anyway, are you ready? I'm ready to well, hear about your topic. <sighs> all right. So first off, I'm going to tell you about how I got my very first one of these. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. So I was moving in with one of my like in not my first apartment, but my second apartment, and my current roommates were older than me, and they were like cool you know they were like older they're like late 20s i think when i was mm-hmm. 19 20 about okay you know? so they were more established than i <laughs> um no but like as like a housewarming gift my roommate shane got me a evil eye mm-hmm. and so his family's actually from turkey and so he mm. was like this is a turkish eagle evil eye and it's meant to be like a protection thing and like a and so he gave it to me as like a housewarming gift and it was my first interaction with it and mm-hmm. i've never seen it before i was like oh okay cool and so that's what we're going to talk about this week is evil eye nice and it goes it goes i was like yeah we're going to talk about this blue piece of glass that you know is super trendy now and whatever and it's right. gonna, we're going to find out the origin but it is like it's got some mystery to it and interesting yeah so first off let's talk about it so there are two meanings behind the evil eye 
So, and that we talked about this last week and it confused us because we're like, what does, you know, an Alp giving you an evil eye mean? Oh, right. right. And so we were just like, wait a minute, what is that? What is that? And so I was like, okay, what is it? And so I kind of went down this path. And so I figured out what they meant. So there's like two ways that you can have it given to you, right? But essentially the first meaning behind it is that the evil eye is essentially a curse or a bad energy that is sent from an enemy who envies you or people looking to cause you harm. And it's really said that the evil eye is said to be an ancient curse oh. with unknown origins. Ooh. So, but it can be called upon by anyone and directed to those who are feeling who they're feeling is deserving of the trouble it can give them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and this gets even more interesting. Well, like as we talk about this later, because there's a lot of different things and elements. And so, but just remember, ancient curse, no one's really sure where it's from okay. or how old it is, kind of thing. Okay. Noted. So it's said to be used by the most envious people. And that was like the kind of stipulations, like it's mostly used by single childless women or just childless oh. women or old women. Okay. Um, and so I wrote probably witch propaganda. Like, probably. you know, the same things that women Forever. would get labeled for, for witches. Mm -hmm. It's probably right. the same thing. Right. So I'm like calling this out. It's like, I'm starting to see, like, as we do more research on more topics, I'm starting to see where there's like, oh yeah, this was probably just some racism cloaked in mythology mm -hmm. or this is probably some you know sexist propaganda or not following your pious duties of life mm -hmm. kind of propaganda right. yeah. or not staying with the church so i think that's essentially what mythology is <laughs> we bit. cracked it guys we got it we figured it out <laughs> well, it's just all bullshit episodes. that they tell you to be good <laughs> um so, but if you're cursed by by an eagle, an eagle eye, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what happens if you are cursed by the evil eye? Well, you could stub your toe or you could die. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's like illness, bad luck, loss of love, injury, and sometimes even death. Um, but more modern ailments include nightmares, car crashes, falling, bad luck, stolen goods, Jeez. constant war with yourself and conflicts in your family, or <laughs> laziness and isolation. <laughs> Eating and a chicken so sandwich. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, you literally just described everybody who went through COVID... <laughs> <laughs> like we all are cursed right now. We guys. all are cursed. Every one of us oh, have an evil eye. And there's nothing to be done. It's ancient. We're it's over. Just get it's but you can Just blame the curse if you're feeling lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually also wrote a note that I was like, it's honestly probably mental illness, mm. but which still doesn't get enough attention that it should. Mm -mm. So I'm sure that it's also like, oh you're lazy and you're doing these things, there can't possibly be a logical scientific explanation for that. Mm. It's probably an ancient curse. It's probably so, a curse. It's Easy. probably both things. It's probably mm. everything. So oh my gosh. you just need some Zoloft and an evil eye. <laughs> <you fit. laughs> Dr. Corinne so. prescribing your... <laughs> it's okay. I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Narrator. She is, in fact, not a doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so you can get this curse directed at you malevolently or sometimes just get in the way of it. So you can either oh. have someone, like, pushed it on you or, like, you just, like, kind of, like, you happen to cr cross. Wrong place, some, wrong time kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Um, and this was an explanation for terrible things such as loved ones dying or a loss of money or sickness in children. So, again, kind of softening the blow of right. death Tragedies. and yeah. sadness, oh. right? So, it's like, oh, you must have just – you weren't protected. Sorry. 
So children and animals are the most vulnerable. vulnerable, And because of this, there are many practices of giving them an evil eye for protection. So what does that mean? So this is our second meaning, and this is the thing that's more common and popular in what you're doing if you have an evil eye to protect against said curse, right? Mm -hmm. So the second and more commonly uh, known and popular is the evil eye. And it's an actual – actually, it's an evil eye talisman or amulet. Um, The definition of amulet, just so everybody knows, is an ornament or a small piece of jewelry, jewelry thought to give protection against evil, danger, or disease. So in the markets of Greece or Turkey, you would walk through the markets and you will commonly find thousands of bright blue eyeballs wrapped (laughs) in black and then Mm -hmm. white and then the same color blue on the outside. And this is in all shapes and sizes and there are also different variations and colors, but They come in glass beads. They come in little circles that you can wear as like Mm. a pendant or, you know, again, you can put them over your doorways or your your hearths for protection. So these are kind of round, flat pieces of glass that looks like Mm -hmm. an eyeball. And they're they're worn on people of of all ages and backgrounds. Like Mm -hmm. it's – it derives from the (laughs) – it derives – from the Mediterranean, there we go, and a lot of the different like civilizations and cultures in that area now, but it it's really commonly known throughout the world. So mm-hmm. again, if you're sourcing these things, they're everywhere. Maybe find, you know, Greek, Turkish <laughs> artists. Yeah. To get them from. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's also, they're everywhere. So just kind of knowing more about it before Mm -hmm. just buying it off of Amazon is probably a good practice. So. Yeah. I think I was with you when I bought my first one. Yeah. But that's Washington is an actual. Yeah. It's like a source, you know, they bring in their Mm -hmm. goods from. All over. Yeah. I believe. But anyway, so the amulet is usually an eye or an eye shape that is actually used to ward off the evil eye curse that could be sent your way. This protection stems from many civilizations in the Mediterranean, and it's become universally known across the world today. Um, however, there are variations in Celtic and Polish folk- folklores as well. So it's there's a lot of places where they can tie this kind of protection and eye association mm-hmm. back to in in civilizations that weren't talking to, to each other oh sure so that's that's the kind of creepy thing to that's me is like interesting there's something in the form of an eye mm-hmm. and a lot of them were in a close-knit area you know mm-hmm. mediterranean mesopotamia kind of place so this is egypt you yeah. know, all in that little kind of backward C shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of this is derived from. Mm-hmm. But then you get into Celtic. Right. And Polish, you know, mm-hmm. Polish is closer, but Celtic's a little bit farther out, you know. Yeah. And you're still seeing these eye symbols Interesting. being represented. I found this BBC article that was called The Strange Power of the Evil Eye. And in the article, they shared art that they found from different cultures, all sharing variations and depictions of the evil eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about a few of the article or a few of the artifacts that were featured and their origins and significance. So the first one is our oldest and one of the ones that they believe could have been like a really big influence in mm-hmm. it becoming popular or finding it because they're essentially little carvings. They are called eye idols, um, and oh, they're okay. believed to be from 3500 BCE. Holy shit. Wow. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. Took my brain a second to catch up. Holy yeah. shit. No, I was like, oh, that's nice. And then I was reading about some of the other ones, and like our next oldest one is mm-hmm. from 1500 BCE. 2,000 years after these. Wow. Like. That's crazy. 
a lot of time. So mm-hmm. I was just like, wait a minute, what? Okay. Yeah. So these idol idols were found in Telbrek in an excavation, and they found thousands of them. Um, and they now deem that location the Eye Temple. That's creepy. I that gave me the fucking chills. <laughs> I didn't write this down, but what they look like is essentially this little square base. And they're supposed to be human-esque, but they're not really. And so it's a little square with essentially two giant eyeballs on the top of it. Then they're, they're just repeated. You know, there's just tons of them all over this temple, right? And so to me, when I'm like, I'm thinking about people representing people even in art Mm -hmm. that seems like a weird way to represent people to me Mm -hmm. is just eyeballs yeah right just there there's something super yeah it gives me me. makes me really it makes me uncomfortable yeah yeah Uh uh-huh i agree so they're old yeah that's the thing that ooh, they're just but gets me (laughs) yeah yeah um so they were discovered by professor m-e-l malawan in 1970 no sorry 1937-1938 and while they found many that many of them their use and reason for being buried remains unknown because this is prehistory we don't know what the deal was yeah Oh, um, I also found this thesis paper from Arabella Cooper, and she's from the Department of Archaeology at the University of Sydney, and she wrote this paper back in 2016. And the paper is huge, but she mm-hmm. dives into the like so much about these figures, and it's like it's a thesis, so it's solid. I did not get into it, but <laughs> it's I have it in our I'll have it in our library, mm-hmm. and it's much deeper dive into that so maybe we'll come That's back cool. to it at some point. I can't wait but to read it. It was uh, yeah. Whew. Our next thing or our next art that we're going to talk about um is the eye of Horus. So now we're going to do a jump down to ancient Egypt. Um so this one has a quite a few names to so the eye of Horus. Horus is also known as Ra. So it can also be said to be the eye of Ra or the eye of Wajut or Wajit, Yajit, W A D J U T. And she's actually the cobra goddess of protection in ancient Egypt. And then another name for it is the all seeing eye. This symbol is believed to be a powerful in the realm of protection. Shocking. Um, and it's usually depicted in jewelry and very many varying mediums and is really commonly found today. So when you think ancient Egypt and you think of an eye, Mm-hmm. you are thinking of the eye of Horus. Like yeah. that's what it is, right? right? Yeah. And if you're not thinking of it and you think you don't know that you're thinking of it, you are thinking of it. So just just know that you're me. thinking of it. You know what this looks like. As we know, the myth of Isis and Osiris, during the battles between his uncle Set, um, Horus at one point um, in his desire to avenge his lost father, um, lost his left eye to set. So it's debated how, but the eye was magically restored. So the left eye of Horus is essentially supposed to be, you know, yeah, have this healing property or this symbolism that it, you know, kind of it grew in this myth, right? Mm-hmm. So he, his left eye is what's depicted because people are like, yeah, his blessed eye or the thing that, you know, he – Got back from magic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The last one is the Hasmahand. And this is a symbol has rep- rep- representation in all major religions. This symbol is also old and predates the written history, but has been sourced back to 1500 BCE. So, again, our eye idols are <laughs> 2,000 years Holy older than cow. that. But each religion has a different name for the Hasmahand. And, like... In Islam, it's the hand of Fatima, who is the daughter of the Prophet Muhammad. Again, okay, hold up, guys. Disclaimer, I am not religious. I've never done religious back. I've never done religious research or have any education in that. I'm literally just doing internet research. There's no need to offend anybody. 
or not need. You know what I'm saying? You're not right? meaning. Like, if, if I don't, if, I am not right. the know all end all. If this is your religion and I get something wrong, I am very sorry. Um, this is just what I found. And please correct me and I will make it right. So um, Fatima is the daughter of the prophet Muhammad. She became a symbol of faith in Islamic folklore when her husband brought home a new wife. And in her shock, she stirred the pot when she was cooking with her hands instead of the spoon. Oh. And so she was just, you know, so sure. taken Shocked. aback by yeah. this. And so Hasma translates to five, and it represents the five pillars of Islam. And then in Christianity, it's the hand of Mary, which the praying hands, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a symbol of compassion, nurturing, care, femininity, and protection. Um, her hands are made symbolic because she was an ordinary person who became the mother of Jesus Christ. The hand of Miriam is known in Judaism. Their definite or their word for five also is Hamesh in Hebrew, and that is again five fingers, which stands for. I'm so burpy. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Um, which is the five fingers and is believed to re represent the five holy books of Judaism. So okay. kind of similar to Islam. Mm -hmm. What does – is hers the hands – like how does hers – because I know what the other two look like. Is it just a hand? Like it's just like – it looks a, a lot palm? like the hand of Fatima. Okay. You know, or it's – and and I don't know if I've only ever seen in Christianity or in Catholicism the praying hands mm -hmm. for Mary. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if she, like it's also known with that, you know, kind of flat palm and the yeah. five fingers up or the five fingers turned down. Like I don't know if that's also the same in Christianity as well. So that was just me assuming. In Judaism – they call it the hand of Miriam because Moses's sister Miriam is said to convince the Egyptian princess to adopt Moses as the Pharaoh was having all of the Jewish babies killed. But he then led the Jewish people out of Egypt eventually, and Miriam is regarded highly for saving her brother. So mm -hmm. this, again, represents protection I didn't know. That. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that. So each – I each – each religion has their own interpretation of it, mm -hmm. but it's all – so it all, you know, has that eye, but I'll give them an eye. Um, So it has relevance in ancient religions as well. Um, the symbol represents good luck, divinity, good fortune, and you guessed it, protection. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I put that in, like, the middle. I put a sentence in the between that, but it's fine. Um, so the hand has different – uh, meanings if it's facing up versus facing down. Okay. Uh, both are good. So down means abundance and goodness, and up means protection from negativity and harm. Okay. Um, the Hasma hand is also frequently paired with the evil eye. So um, you'll see the hand symbol with the eye in the palm and also like other symbols to build on what's it, what it's doing. So like there's sometimes a lotus or, you know, birds or other symbols of love, safety, you know, every, you know, you can build on it, right? Mm -hmm. Adding that eye into the palm is guaranteed protection, right? So, and also if you like search on Etsy for any of these symbols, you'll find thousands, mm -hmm. thousands of options to shop for. Again, they've been very made very mainstream, Mm -hmm. currently you know so many people in pop culture wear them celebrities that kind of thing and you can find them on almost any site because they're very on trend i mean i'm pretty sure there's even an emoji there is in fact yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. no there it's widely known mm -hmm. um so yeah, the only thing I wanted to point out is I when I was doing my research I I was kind of I went to TikTok for a minute to be like what's out there on Evil Eye because so many people make really like cool informative videos. Yeah. And I immediately was hit with like kind of, you know, anti-Evil Eye religious propaganda and I was like, "Whoa, okay. Oh. <laughs> Never mind." Like it was so I was like, you know, go out 
keep your ears open, look and see what you're seeing. But yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, these are people's opinions. Yeah. Right? So it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, do you believe these symbols are truly there to protect us from a dark, malevolent curse that has an unknown origin and can be wield- wielded by anyone who deem you worthy of its trouble? In this house, humble opinion. I mean, why not? Just in case? Why not? Just in case. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Does it hurt anybody? Uh, absolutely not. It does no. not. No. Um, and then I also saw a couple of things where I was like, can you be gifted an evil eye? Or do you need, can you buy one for yourself? Because there's a lot of like information and misinformation flying around about it. And it's, it, from what I kind of gathered, this is like, as long as it's purchased, with good intent, yeah, then it's going to be effective. And just like your crystals, you can cleanse it. Right. So I don't know if anybody has crystals. You can also cleanse evil eyes if you have them in your house as well. So Interesting. Yeah. That was great. There you go. Evil that eyes. That was great. Thanks. Wow. You're welcome. That was good. I love I didn't know any of that. I didn't either. <laughs> I just kept, I was like, oh, this is going to be really straightforward. The fact that says so Corinne old. every week. Oh my gosh, every. This every is going to be really straightforward. And you're like, I was like, oh my God, I need to look up this religion and see mm-hmm. what it means. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, uh, yeah, I was glad I found the, the different talismans for it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I knew some of like the really basic, but. Yeah, I didn't know any of the stuff about Miriam. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it's so oh. old. That's ooh, and the temple I, with I, all the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I didn't like anyway, that yeah. part. There's a giant thesis paper. <laughs> if somebody wants to read it, you can be a guest on our show and you can tell us all about it. I'll probably. Oh, read good. This is interesting. Haley's gonna read it. I know. I'm gonna read the most ridiculous stuff. I went to. Um, there's a song that I found that is about. Um, it's from the perspective of Brutus. That was one of the people that killed Julius Caesar. Uh-huh. It made me want to learn more about Julius Caesar. So I found a book on Amazon and it's just been sitting there and sitting there. We went to half price books and the book was fucking there. And I squealed. <laughs> but it's a book about his life. It's so boring. It's probably every other person on the planet. But me, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fucking interesting. <laughs> You're like, so I, I need to know more. I need to know more. Yeah, what's am I going to know? How's my learn stuff? Ready? I'm ready. Ready to learn about some creatures? Oh, yeah. I was like, I have no idea what she's doing. Wait a minute. I told her to do a creature. You told me to do a creature. All right. I'm ready. All right. In July of 1988 in Lee County, South Carolina, the sheriff's department received a phone call from a uh-huh. Tom from a Tom and Mary Wayne requesting an officer to come out to their house because their car had been mauled overnight by some type of animal. So Sheriff Liston Truesdale responds to the report in Bishopsville, and he inspects the couple's 85 Ford LTD. He finds bite marks on the fender, (sighs) the fender that was pulled from the car. (laughs) All the chrome trim was pulled off. The hood ornament is bent. The sides of the car is all scratched up. The wheel wells are dented, like totally in. And there's been wires that have been pulled from the motor that have been chewed up and just left in the big mess. They also found these weird three-toed footprints around the car. So a few weeks prior to this, there have been there had been an uptick in calls to the sheriff's office stating that they had seen a large green lizard-like creature with red eyes in the area. One of these callers was George Holloway, who <laughs> at one in the morning, what the hell is he doing out at one in the morning? In the swamp, collecting artisanal water. (laughs) Okay. So he stops. He's in the swamp, and it's called Scape or Swamp, and it's or like O-R-E. Yeah. Anyway, so he's getting some water. Not Scape or Swamp. Or Swamp, right. (laughs) Yeah. 
I told that to Christopher and he's like, I don't know what you're saying to me. He's like, skateboard <laughs> swamp. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> so he's filling up his water bottles and what he thought was a dead tree near the road gets up and runs off into the trees. Yeah. Uh, to which uh, he <laughs> uh, no. Oh my god. <laughs> to See, which hiding in plain sight scare the shit out of me. Yeah. No. Also, oh, it's fuck. That's just giving me like 80 goosies. <laughs> <laughs> to okay. which his response was to immediately get up, collect his shit, and go home. Uh later he would describe what he saw as a huge blackish blackish creature with red glowing eyes. No. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Truesdale also spoke to a young 17-year-old named Christopher Davis, who was actually brought to the sheriff's office by his father to tell the sheriff what he'd seen and experienced firsthand. Uh-uh. So on June 29th, he was coming home. He worked at McDonald's, and it was around 2 in the morning, and he decided to take a shortcut down a rural road, and he blew a tire. So he McDonald's to stu- doesn't sponsor us after this episode. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. You hear that, McDonald's? You hear that, McDonald's? <laughs> so he he said he was about halfway halfway between the Elmore Butterbean Shed and the artisanal well at Skateboard Swamp. He had just finished changing the tire. He's putting the tire in the trunk, uh, putting the tools back in his car, and he sees this one's gonna get you a seven foot tall creature running at him. <gasps> it's not sneaking. It's not walking. No. It is on sprinting no. at him yeah no, in a swamp you. in a sw- he's on the road and uh. so he gives the following account i'm just gonna read it what he said mm-hmm. i looked back and saw something running across the field towards me it was about <gasps> 25 yards away and i saw red eyes glowing i ran into the car and as i locked it the thing grabbed the door handle i could see him from the neck down the three big fingers long black nails and green rough skin it was strong and very angry. I looked <gasps> in my mirror and saw a blur of green running. I could see his toes, and then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt, and then I could see his fingers through the front windshield where they curled around the roof. <gasps> I sped up and... S- <laughs> this is more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off, which it does fall off the roof of his car. <gasps> It took him two hours to actually calm down enough when he got home to tell his parents what had happened. So later, after he's speaking to Sheriff Truesdale, he would undergo two polygraph tests because he needed to do it for the insurance claim for the damage. Yeah. Um, his his side mirror in the car had been like twisted, almost twisted off. Um, yeah. There were scratch marks on the roof of his car, and he passed both polygraph tests. The second test was given by a South Carolina law enforcement officer, and he stated, quote, he couldn't prove that a lizard creature had attacked the car, but he believed that the 17-year-old believed that his car was attacked by a lizard creature. Yeah. So in all, there were roughly 12 or so people that came forward claiming to have seen the lizard man of scape or swamp. (sighs) Cryptid. Cryptid. Some people were chased by the creature. Other people said that it would stalk them slowly until it realized that they knew it was being followed. They were being followed and it would get up and run off. No. So what, what does this lizard man look like? It was described as being green or brown, having scales. And sometimes the, the creature was described as being caked in mud. Um, Mm -hmm. very tall around seven feet Um, it's very powerful aggressive and incredibly fast Christopher Davis said that he was easily going 46 miles an hour and the thing caught up to him like it was nothing whoa so just think of a man that kind of looks like a lizard or a lizard that kind of looks like a man I thought of Spider-Man I thought of the guy from the shape of water but less fish and more lizard yeah yeah Yeah. I'm definitely in Spider-Man with yeah. our Andrew Garfield, I think. <laughs> but it's it's ripped. Every picture I saw, it's like a weightlifting or killer croc from the Batman series. <laughs> or killer croc, sure. Everything's superheroes, though, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But they're the bad guys. I got I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. 
so there were more and more reports coming in that um, cars were being ripped into in the middle of the night. The owners would wake up and their cars were all dented and scratched up. Why? I don't know. Why people, cars? I don't know. Well, like maybe so eating pe- their cow, you well, know, people, but like. Why attack sorry. a car? No, it's fine. No, it's a good question. But people actually so started confused. covering up their like chrome on their car with masking <gasps> tape. Or taking it off altogether because they thought that that was what was attracting, like maybe like the shiny part of their car. I don't know. Like a cat. Like Like a cat. Yeah. Look at this. Ooh. Glinting in the moonlight. Yeah. (laughs) Get it. I'm going to get it. (laughs) So on the 24th of July, a group of teenagers out on a double date saw the stated that they saw something massive run across the road about 20 feet in front of them. Yeah. So then the police started actually receiving reports of howling and screeching coming from this area where people had seen this so-called lizard man. (sighs) So officers were sent out to see if they could find anything, and they didn't find a creature. But what they did find was three 40-gallon cardboard drums smashed in the road, and there was a bunch of trees that had had the tops of their – like eight foot up, it was just shorn off. The (gasps) tree was just – yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They also found – three-toed footprints that measured about 14 inches long that went about 900 feet into the swamp. And I didn't see if it just disappeared or if they just lost the trail, but they did get plaster casts of these, of these (gasps) prints in the swamp. Yep. So they took the cast to biologists who stated that the prints were unclassifiable. Um, A guy named Johnny Evans, who was the spokesman for the South Carolina Marine Resource Department said that the tracks didn't match those of any animal that had been previously recorded and that they couldn't be mistaken for the track of any other animal. He also (gasps) expressed doubt that the prints could have come from a known animal that had some kind of mutation, like a man lizard. Right. Yeah. So this- Wait, it it couldn't be that? It it, couldn't be a mutation? Is that what you said? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say couldn't? I- you. You might have. Let me just read it again. So, yeah. so he he expressed he also expressed doubt that the print could have come from a known animal that had some kind of mutation. Okay, so yeah. it wouldn't so have it, been. It was too big. Yeah, it's yeah. not like oh, a yeah, raccoon. This this crocodile got into some has, green slime. And... That would be a big fucking crocodile, fourteen inches long. I don't know how big they're. That's too big. He's fine. fine. Yeah, I actually saw an alligator today shut up really yeah we went to the reptile zoo oh and they had an alligator who's as old as me no way i was like i was primmies like they have a tank that you can like stand yeah and there's like just a glass between Mm -hmm. this massive massive creature he was longer he's taller than me Holy and like crap. probably my arm span. Like they're scary. I, I mean, like, they're dinosaurs. Holy shit. <laughs> they also had an albino alligator. That's amazing. Was it pretty? It was cool. Yeah, I took pictures for you. That's awesome. I was like, Haley would love this. I would love it. I would be ooing and awing and pointing and taking a hundred pictures. Yep. Uh so the local radio station WAGS AM talked about it on the Friday six o'clock news, and they asked. So when Christopher was at the police station, he drew a picture of what he'd seen, okay. and somehow the media got a picture of this lizard, and the story just the media. exploded. Yeah, the lizard man would become known as the South Carolina lizard man, the lizard man of Scape or Swamp, and the lizard man of Lee County. Um, Mm -hmm. Truesdale stated that in three days time, it was all over the news. We were getting so many calls. We had to set up a separate office just to deal with the media. (laughs) Wow. And it wasn't just local media. It was national and international stations. I think I'd read that they had gotten calls from, uh, shoot, maybe a station in China, maybe. I can't remember. But people from all over the globe was reaching out to them. They had reporters from Good Morning America, the Los Angeles Times, the Charlotte Observer, Times Magazine, People Magazine. All oh, of them gosh. wanted to talk to this officer. I had I know you said it was in the 1980s, but I was like back in the 1930s for a minute and so I was like, oh. what? Good Morning America. <laughs> and I was like, no. all right, it's the 80s. Yeah. We're yep. good. <laughs> I'm caught up. 
That's funny. Um, WISTV, which was a news network out of Columbia, South Carolina, offered a $1 million reward for the capture of the lizard man. So because of that, um, one person said that there was an estimated 50,000 people that came into Bishopville because of the lizard man that summer. Um, people were walking around in outfits made out of chrome, which I thought maybe that they would wrap themselves in tinfoil because I don't think you could dress yourself in chrome. I don't yeah. think. Right? So maybe they were doing tinfoil hats and Yeah, I mean, slacks. it probably fits. Yeah. Because they, so they, they did this because they heard that the lizard man liked chrome, hence the cars getting ripped up and all this. Yeah. Stuff. Um, so reports just keep coming in of cars being damaged. People could buy lizard man t-shirts, hats, mugs, figurines, and lizard man burgers. <laughs> uh, I read a thing. I know. I'd read a thing and it said it was full on lizard mania. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I was like, I have to put that down. Uh, it was full on lizard, lizard mania. mania. I can see the fucking yeah. documentary in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, mannequins in local clothing stores had lizard masks put on. Yeah. Um, and there were at least three songs that were written about the lizard man. And I found one. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get yourself a little thrill, take a little trip to Bishopville, as in South Carolina, in the county of Lee, the Brown Town Road is the place to be the home of the lizard man. <laughs> wow. It's really, it's a pretty good little jingle. Nice. Yep. Holy shit. Uh, so on August 5th, a man named Kenneth Orr, he was an airman that was stationed at the Shaw Air Force Base. He filed a police report stating that he had an encounter with the lizard man on Highway 15, that he had shot and wounded it. He mm. presented several scales and a small quantity of blood to back up his story. Um, but two days later, he would actually recant this account because he was arranged for unlawfully carrying a pistol and a misdemeanor charge for filing a false police report. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say anything that came out after it went national is like, yeah, you yep. lose all credibility, credibility. right? Yep. yep. Um, so he would go on to state that he had hoaxed the sighting to keep the stories going. And I do remember reading something that one of the city's um, like offices uh, had kind of encouraged the story because it was really good for tourism. I mean, you have 50,000 oh, yeah. people that descend on a teeny tiny town. I mean, it's Things it's are booming. booming. Yeah. yeah. So around 1991, the lizard man just kind of disappears. And it doesn't actually resurface until 2008. And it's back <gasps> ripping into cars again. And this time it targets Bob and Dixie Rawson. And there is actually a CNN news coverage of the footage of their car. So I went and watched this video. It's bananas. It's pretty wild. I mean, the front of their car is totally chewed on. Um, I mean, the metal's all like sharp and sharded. There's huge fucking holes. Like, there's claw marks and scratch marks. And but we'll definitely have a link to this. Um, yeah, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, look it up right now. <gasps> oh yeah, it's all yeah. chewed. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The lizard um, man returns. The That's lizard man returns. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a sequel, guys. This is a sequel. Yeah. So the sheriff at that time in this interview, um, his name's EJ Melvin, and he states, I have people tell me, Sheriff, the lizard man's return, and you think it's a joke, but then you look at the damage to the vehicle, and it's hard to say. <laughs> um, in 2015, a woman named Sarah claimed that she snapped a photo of the lizard man as she was coming out of church. Around the same time, a man named Jim Wilson also stated that he had taken a picture of a humanoid creature running around in the woods. Um, neither of the sightings could be proven, but Jim's Wils Jim Wilson's picture is a little bit more believable. Sarah's actually looks like it's someone just wearing a terrible lizard costume, complete with like ripped abs and two big oh, hands. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. I've seen it. It looks yeah. like something from yeah. Power Rangers. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's a Power Rangers costume. It's probably a Power Rangers costume that they got on eBay and was like, it's perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. 
2017, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division tweeted about the upcoming solar eclipse kind of as a ha-ha, warning people that it might cause the lizard man to emerge and that residents in the area should be extra careful. So is the lizard man real? Sheriff Truesdale said the following of Christopher Davis in the encounter that he had. What impressed me was that he told the same story every time. And he had to tell the story over and over again to the media and others. If you're lying, you can't tell the same story twice. But in fact, Davis's story changed several times in the months and the years following the sightings. But unfortunately, he was killed in 2009, so we can't go back and ask him. But until the day he died, he maintained the same stories that he was telling. I mean... Uh, If you ask me to tell a story today and tomorrow, you're going to get it. Exactly. You're probably going to get a different version. Um, But he uh, would. So he said the first time that he told the story, he said that the creature had scales. Later, he was actually the one that said it was caked in mud. Um, He changed how close the creature was to him. Um, There was a local newspaper called The Item that had a different version of the interview and it stated the following. I had just put the tire in the trunk when I see this thing coming from those trees, which is about 50 yards away, kicking up dust as it ran. He did say that the creature grabbed the car door just as Davis sped off. And when he reached 40 miles per hour, he said he noticed that it had caught up with him. I looked in the rear view mirror and I saw something and heard a crash on the roof. So question for you. I've never been to a swamp, so I'm not terribly familiar. But, uh, I mean, I've seen them on TV. I learned about Mm -hmm. them in school. I don't think that swamps are dusty. It would depend on – I mean, I'm sure there could be areas that are dusty, like near the road. Like the road is going to have – it's not going to be wet on both sides of the road. Otherwise, it would erode. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> I'm there just gonna go. keep I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> so this time he didn't say anything about the fingers the fingers like he did the <gasps> first time where he said he could see the three fingers and he didn't say anything about this green scaly skin like he did in the other one. Another interesting thing to note is that car tail lights are red, not white. And everything behind the car he had seen would have been bathed in a red hue, giving a false color. I found a really interesting article that has, we'll have it linked, but the guy that wrote it said, um, Davis could not have seen a green blur behind him as he stated, because both red and green are primary colors and nothing looks green under a red light. A light green object in red light appears yellow and dark green ob- and a dark green object in red appears black. Yep. So it's also really dark. He went back it's this 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. He went back yeah. to find out um, if there was a full moon, and it was almost a it was almost a full moon. Um, but out in this particular area, it's really dark. Yeah, like, there's it's, nothing. There's nothing out there. Swamp. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he did see something, and his brain was just. I mean, that's scary. It would scare anybody. Anything you know, 2 coming at and you, anywhere. Running at you, yeah, and you no. see, you know, your brain's going to try to fill in what it is that you're saying. Yeah. Um, so people also talk about him passing two lie detector tests. Um, somebody said that Sheriff Truesdale actually administered it, but he didn't. He was given a private polygraph polygraph test paid for by Southern Marketing Incorporated, which was a company formed by two Sumter men to arrange personal appearances for Davis. Mm. So it was kind of a publicity stunt. And yeah. because the test wasn't actually formal and it tied to a like a police report, they didn't have to give out the entirety of the test results. They could kind of apple pick, pick and choose and pick what they wanted to release to the public. So there also isn't any hard evidence of damage done to his car. Um, people stated that what he did see was a bear and that <laughs> quote uh when it climbed up on the roof of his car um park bears are notorious for doing that I oh <laughs> yeah. okay well let's talk about real world fear that sounds <laughs> not terrifying that's a real world yeah i have been listening to a podcast called tooth and claw oh yeah oh my god it's about animal attacks and it is one of the most intense podcast i've ever listened to it's great i mean but you need to go into it knowing that they are going to be talking about animals eating people and attacking Ugh, people. 
It's pretty <laughs> wild. Um, anyway, so some people believe that the lizard man isn't actually a lizard at all, but a man named Lucius Elmore, who was a butterbean farmer, who um, had a shed, a butterbean shed, not far from where Davis had his flat tire. Mm-hmm. So to keep his harvest moving quickly, Elmore would actually dump the butterbeans onto tables in his shed. And he would, he had air conditioners and it was so hot that summer that people would actually come to his shed and steal his air conditioning units. So that, that day he had just picked up three new units to replace the stolen ones. And he had had it. He was going to stake out his shed and he was going to catch that thief. (laughs) So (laughs) he hears Christopher's car stop. And so he goes out to investigate thinking I've caught my thief. And Christopher turns around and see him, starts screaming because it's dark and he can't tell who it is. And him taking off the taillights was the reflection in Elmore's glasses. (laughs) So he, like, Elmore can corroborate, corroborate that he chased somebody off. Was there. Was there that same night. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So another interesting point I want to make is that the year prior... A movie called The Monster Squad was released in theaters, and one of the creatures was a lizard man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So in this host's humble opinion, I would say it's probably just a fun hoax. (laughs) Yeah. But that is the lizard man. I love it. (laughs) Although, okay, now I have an idea for a movie that I'm claiming right now so nobody can take it and sell it to Hollywood. (laughs) But – I have to imagine, okay, town's falling to pieces. You can't get tourism. The town council decides to put together a hoax of a lizard man. Yes. Then gains national news. Like, it seems like the best way to possibly come up with. Yeah. Yeah. And tourism, if you can't get people to come visit your shit town, your little tiny town. Yeah. I think of, um, uh, Modern Family, when his dad, uh, Phil's dad, have you seen it? No. Oh, I'm dang. Watch Modern Family. There's, there's a part with a giant penguin. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and they keep finding footprints and they're like, oh my gosh, it's this giant penguin. Like, <laughs> come on. There's got to be that. somebody behind it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure somebody made this crazy three-toed footprints and thought yeah they put it on shoes (laughs) or like also let let's be real if i didn't have kids just hang out hung out with friends you know wasn't busy and i was like oh my god do you know what would be so funny is if we got this whole town to believe that there was a lizard man and then like people have enough time People oh, think that they don't have it like that nobody would have enough no, time. You there are people it. out there who could do mm-hmm. it. You just yeah. need one committed person who really wanted to fuck with people, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, yep. Oh my gosh, and probably go giggling. Like oh. just watching people and wearing tin. <laughs> Dressing oh, themselves the in more, tin foil the and more, taking the and curl the more off it went. their cars. And they like, probably got to a point where I was like, oh my God, this is getting national. This news. is out We're gonna get this found out. out We've this, got to stop. And then they disappear. And then they're telling their kids about it in the 2000s. They're like, do you want to do it again? Oh, my gosh. And seriously. they start all over. Like, Yeah, that picture that um, the lady coming out of church took was just awful. It's not even – the other one, the one that Jim Wilson is a little bit more believable, but you can't really tell. I mean, it could have just been some person, you know, dressed up in a dark outfit, but hers yeah. definitely was absolutely 100% not real. Like, yeah, no, it doesn't look real at all. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's uh, it literally. <laughs> it's hands are too big and it's got like rippling abs. And I kept looking for kind of like a line around its neck where the hood would go on. But maybe it's just like they crawled it's, into it like it's a creepy lizard skin. I don't know. <laughs> it's human. Like there's room for human feet in the lizard feet, right? It's not actually anatomically correct. No, the hands are too big, and it looks like somebody's missing a foot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like no. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh my god! What was the thing you said? What was the quote? It was full on lizard mania. 
that's it. <laughs> yeah, I wish I I don't know. I wonder if we can Talisman find out. and Lizard Mania. <laughs> the Talisman and Lizard Lizard Mania. Lizard Mania. Lizard Burger from 1988. I'm curious. I'm able to find out what it was. I'm sure it was like Shrek ketchup where it was maybe right winking lizard yeah there's not anything on here yeah i thought that was funny though lizard burger anyway there you go oh my goodness (laughs) thank you so much for that you're welcome yeah i thought it was fun (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird i love it Anyway, thanks for tuning in today, you guys. I hope you learned something new. I did. (laughs) I think we both did. Lizard mania. Lizard mania. It's full on lizard mania. (laughs) I can see like the WrestleMania one. Yeah. And the guy steps out in a fucking lizard costume. (laughs) Uh, Smoke. That's great. Lights. But he's like turning in his head's like not catching up with his body. That's <laughs> so just dumb. too big. So dumb. Oh my gosh. It's so oh my good. god. <laughs> anyway, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We post information about our episodes every week and um, you know, just random shit that Haley and I are doing and talking about and books we read. So come mm-hmm. check it out. Um, yeah. If you follow us on Apple, Stitcher, wherever you podcast, um, follow and subscribe, leave us a review so we can, you know, get our name out there a little bit and uh, collect all of our curious friends. Yes, collect them like the book dragons we are. Ah, book dragons. Book dragons. Anyway, if you love us and you think your friends would love us and your family would love us or your mom would love us, tell them. Yeah. Tell mom. Tell your lizard. (laughs) Tell your lizard. (laughs) Until next time, stay curious. Bye. Bye. So loud.